ladies <laughs> and my audience. Andy here, day 77 of the Inner Winner Show. I'm here with Imogen, my girlfriend, my guest, my co-host, my confidant, my fellow amputee. How's it going? I'm not an amputee. And also, are you assuming that none of your listeners are female? Yeah, women don't listen to this, apart from the ones who do listen to this, but apart from those women. <laughs> okay. There are a couple, actually, that listen. Shout-outs mm. to women. I like women. Women are cool. Mm. What are we going to talk about today? We are out of hotel quarantine. Which is amazing. We're out of prison. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to walk around. Yeah. We can walk around outside for whatever fucking reason we want to, just because I want to walk around outside, <laughs> and therefore I'm allowed to. It's a foreign concept. It is weird. It was weird for the first couple of days. For context, if anybody doesn't know, we were in a fucking cult, basically. Mm. We were in Melbourne, in Victoria, Australia. And there were all sorts of insane fucking laws and police brutality and just crazy bullshit. You mm. couldn't travel more than five kilometers from your house. You could only go outside for one hour a day. Like all sorts of insane fucked up shit. Yep. And coming here is like, it took me probably four days to feel normal again. Like to stop looking over my shoulder, to stop thinking that I'm doing something wrong just by existing. Mm. I said to you at the very start with all this lockdown bullshit, these people- these cretins in the government are basically corrupting the human psyche and they're too stupid or maybe they're too ignorant to to know or care. It has a profound effect on your psyche being told you can't go outside unless you have a valid reason. Why are you outside? What are you doing out here? You shouldn't be out here. You're doing something wrong. It basically makes you second guess every single core of your existence because you're always worried that you're doing something wrong and because the rules change every five minutes. Yeah, and I think it was also very profound coming here and people not being on edge around you. Yeah, so that's probably, again, that's what I'm talking about. If you introduce these kind of like communist secret service Gestapo Nazi Germany laws, people do start dobbing each other in. People do start mistrusting each other and they see everyone around them on the street as the enemy or the potential threat, especially when you have a virus. Everybody's kind of looking at you like you're the threat. You're going to be the one that kills me. You're going to kill my grandma. Mm. And so it is weird walking around here and everyone smiles at you and shit. And they're nice to you and they don't hate you for existing or for being around them. Which again is not going to make any sense if you're in a state or a country where your lockdowns weren't too bad. But having lived through that, I knew all that was coming and I predicted that to you in like April. I think it was April. I said this will turn into like Nazi Germany kind of shit. This will fuck people up. People will not be okay from this. And oh, wow, look who's fucking correct. Do you know why I'm correct? Because I can read a fucking history book. So I'm not a fucking incompetent piece of shit. Let's move on to something happy. Mm -hmm. This place is cool. I will (laughs) say this place is cool as shit. Like the place that we moved to is a city called Brisbane. The weather is like way hotter. Oh, yeah. It's very tropical. There's, mm-hmm. like, thunderstorms and shit in the afternoon and mm-hmm. warm weather. Yeah. Lots of, like, lizards and weird animals. <laughs> yeah, we went to the park the other day and about, like, every 10 metres there was, like, a- are they frill neck lizards? They're not frill neck. What no, are they? Those aren't frill. I don't know. They're just, like, big fucking there. lizards, but they're as big as your fucking forearm. Yeah. Cheeky cunts won't run away either when you get close to them. Like, <laughs> I, I can- you can basically stand on them and they just stand there looking at you because they're big. They're, like, as big as your entire arm. And so they don't give a fuck and they don't move. They just stand there like looking at you. I'm also sure it's like a survival thing. Like they're pretending to be a tree or something. Maybe. Yeah. But the most suspicious tree of all time. (laughs) 
What else do we do? The food, we're in this like party area, I guess. Yeah. Where everyone's like yelling all the time and like partying <laughs> all the time. And yeah. And when we came, it was on a Saturday as well. <clears throat> we moved so in on like a Saturday. on the busiest day of the week. This is like the biggest party. Oh, it, was grand, it was grand final day too. So yeah. that was going to make it even more crazy. Yeah. It was like a sports final. So everyone was ape shit. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> but everyone's like really nice. Even the drunk people are really nice. Yeah. Friendly um, drunk people. Yeah. It's like moon drunk people. It's like a decent area. We're right next to the river. So it's really pretty. Walking along there, it looks really nice. <clears throat> it's pretty at night. But again, I think it's it's worth noting how fucking freeing it feels to just be able to go outside for whatever reason we want to. It's funny how much that restriction ruins your life. It's mm-hmm. not funny. I mean, I predicted this in April. I said in April this is going to mess people up. Mm-hmm. That was definitely correct. So, yeah, it's been good. What else did we do? We met a girl? Yeah. We met a girl. We fell in love. <laughs> the second day we came, we had kind of teed up to- Meet a girl. What's that called when you tee up ahead of time? Plan. You don't know the lingo. Shout outs to all the men listening to this. <laughs> if there's any men listening right now, put your hands up. Yep, good. It's called pipelining. <sighs> why is there all this? Because you got to have it in the pipeline, boy. Why? Why don't you just use normal words? I use that word. I like pipelining. That's a good word. It's like got to get it in the pipeline, boy. But why? Why not just? As opposed use- to what? What other word are you going to say that's better than pipeline? lined up or planned oh so you just steal half of my word you steal the word line from my word you don't just (laughs) get out of here so anyway so we pipeline to go teeter up yeah and she we didn't really know what she would be like she was really cute over text yeah she was fucking adorable over text she was super nervous i actually i honestly thought she was just gonna flake because she'd like she's never done anything with a girl i think she said she kissed a girl a couple Mm -hmm. times or something that was it she never had a threesome never had any bdsm Mm. And you and I are fucking full on. We did it on your Tinder, mm. so you were matching with bisexual girls and shit. But we're mm-hmm. fucking full on. The first message that we send is like, "Um, have you ever had a threesome BDSM dynamic, or is that something you want to explore?" It's like that. That's like a lot straight off the bat. Hey, like, <laughs> but to be yeah. fair, we make it pretty obvious because your pictures. You have a couple of BDSM pictures, like of yeah. you holding handcuffs. We have pictures of me in there as well in your Tinder pictures, mm-hmm. and then in your bio, we say that you're in an open relationship mm-hmm. and that we're both into BDSM, and <clears throat> essentially that we like to teach. Yeah. So anyone that matches with us absolutely understands. Like this is a couple thing. It's going to be a BDSM thing. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be a threesome thing. Yeah, it was funny when we were talking to her. So, when we were in the hotel and we couldn't leave and we hadn't explored the area. Yeah, because we, we were talking to- We talked to her while we were still in the hotel quarantine. So, yeah. Yeah, over text. And we were kind of- We were trying to, like, figure out where to meet or, like, what hmm. bar to go to. And-, <laughs> and, of course, we know, like, nowhere in the area because we literally haven't even seen it. Yeah. But I think we we ended up telling her that we were brand new to the yeah. state anyway. but. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun trying to pretend to know what we were talking about. <laughs> I didn't think we were going to keep that up for very long. I was Not just having fun with that. I knew that. Yeah. I even said to you, as soon as we figure out that she's cool, we'll just tell her that, you know, mm-hmm. we fled this communist. Because we weren't sure how people were going to react to us. Because <clears throat> the vibe that we had been shown on the news, and again, the news is not a trusty um, source of information. So we tried to minimize the news as best we could, but you kind of hear it cause your mum listened to the news all the time. So I would kind of hear it in the background sometimes. And the vibe was that the rest of Australia hated w- us, mm. like us living in Melbourne in mm. Victoria. Mm. The vibe was, yeah, the rest of the country fucking hated us and blamed us for 
having more COVID than everywhere else in the country, which is, that was the vibe that we got. And yeah. so we weren't sure what it was going to be like when we moved here. We were like, do we have to pretend that we didn't come from Melbourne? Like until, you know, we've settled in or what are people going to be like? But everyone here like doesn't give a fuck. No. This is a very laid back kind of city, especially compared to Melbourne. Most people are pretty laid back, pretty chilled. Yeah, I think one of the big things that we've noticed in comparison to Melbourne is it's a lot quieter. It's a lot less bustly. I think that's yeah. a symptom of it being, we talked about it being warmer. And yep. because it's warmer, everything's a bit more spread out. Yeah, it's more open. I'm sure this this applies to every single country. Like America's probably a great example. I haven't been, but, you know, enough of my clients are from America. <clears throat> and they've talked mm-hmm. about certain states like Florida and stuff like that where it's, mm-hmm. it's hot. Um, people are more chilled and it's more spread out. Yeah. kind of has to be. You don't want to be all clumped together in a really hot, sweaty environment. Mm-hmm. Whereas Melbourne was the opposite. It was really cold for most of the year. So, you kind of want to be clumped together. Mm-hmm. You get some warmth and shit. Yeah. But, yeah, I like this a lot better. I don't even mind sweating. That was one thing that I said to you. I'm not sure if I'm going to – because I grew up in a hot environment, a hot town, really hot town, way hotter than here. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, you know, 15 years ago, and I wasn't sure if I was going to be okay with the hot environment. But, mm-hmm. no, it's fucking fine. Like, it's absolutely fucking fine. Yeah. Mind you, it's not fully summer yet. It's getting close, but – It'll get there. It will get yeah. hotter. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You just don't walk around in the direct fucking sun in the mm-hmm. middle of the day, mm-hmm. especially when you have a bald head and you're getting all fucking burnt like I did. I got a tomato head. Looks like a penis. <laughs> fucking shout outs to Joe, who's always referring to my fucking penis and shit. So he'd probably like that. He'd like knowing that my head looks like a penis. <laughs> I mean, I guess back to the topic this of the girl. Yeah. Back to this chicky. We gotta come up with a code name. We have we have like a name for every girl so that we don't Yeah. I don't know. Either something about martial arts or something about her dyed hair that she was self-conscious about. Killer. So I think we call her like fucking ninja or something. Because <laughs> she she knows like Taekwondo. She's done that for like five years and she teaches it. She's a black belt. She told me she's a black belt Isn't when she? you're in the toilet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. She's a black belt and now she's studying Brazilian jiu-jitsu as well to, so she can kill. I tried to punch her and she blocked it. So yeah, that's how I know <laughs> she's real. I did. You saw me. I tried to punch that shit. Mm. Yeah. She didn't even kill me. So we'll call her ninja. So ninja. She was a little sweetie. She was so fucking nervous when she she didn't seem that nervous. When as we're far, sitting in the bar, so we went to a bar, right? Because one thing you and I have started doing, we've talked about this, is we want to slow things down. Like, we've had our fair share. At the first, like, five threesomes we had, maybe the first ten, it was like, oh, my God, this is so new and novel and exciting, and it was all about sex and stuff. Mm. After you've done it, we've done it 15 times now. She was the 15th. And when we say 15 times, it's like repeat threesomes with the same girl. Yes. So it's like 15 different girls. 15th. Yeah, girl. and a couple of them we saw for for quite a few months and stuff. So lots of like threesome sex and stuff. We know what we're doing. It's still fun as hell. Like it's fucking amazing, especially cuz I'm doing it with you and so it feels like this fun thing that we're doing together, but the sex is never going to be enough to satisfy. Just like it's not when you're single and you're just having sex with the opposite gender by yourself. Mm-hmm. That never fulfills you for very long. You then want to start building something else, even if that's just exploring different aspects of sexuality, which is why I started BDSM or maybe it's having deeper relationships. Maybe it's something simple, which is where I'm going with this, which you and I are doing. Instead of having sex immediately, as soon as you see her, Mm. you slow it down a bit because you want to get to know her. You want to see if she's cool first. You want to make sure you're actually attracted to her. You want to know she doesn't have a shit personality. And that's something that it's funny how that flips. Like how it comes, sorry, it comes full circle. 
Yeah, because initially we were very much like we pushed the sexual aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, all we and, cared like, about was quick sex. Very apparent to the girls. Yep. Like, let's come straight to like. Yeah, a few girls came apartment. straight to our place, didn't yeah. they? Most yeah. of them did. And yeah. That was fun at the time, but we had a couple of not bad experiences, but just girls that like. We didn't click with. Yeah, there was like four girls that were like, we're never going to see her again. Fuck yeah. no. So it would have been better if we did go to a bar and then kind of figured that and out. And then- that would have come out absolutely all four of those girls. Like I'm thinking of them now. Yeah. Especially the one who like ripped up my fucking sex toys <laughs> with their mouth for no reason. Like something mm-hmm. like that would have come out. And then the sunflower girl. Yeah. The, the parts of their personality that, that were deal breakers to us. Mm. Would have come out if you hang out in a bar for an hour talking, it comes out. Yeah. You know, and then you also get the opposite. Like with this ninja girl the other night, she starts telling you cool shit. Like, by the way, I'm a ninja. By the way, I also like, she does sail. She, yeah, she knows how to sailing. sail. <laughs> yeah, it's like cool shit that you're probably not going to fucking find. Because when would you find that shit out? If you keep it only sex, you don't get to find that shit out. So it's like you get to kind of talk yourself into having sex. I mean, we already thought she was cute to begin with, but it's like mm. you get to be absolutely sure. Yeah. And I think because you and I are at the point where we, we've we had our fair share. I've definitely had my fill, like 140 girls or some shit at this point. Like, I don't necessarily need more, although it is fun. It's fun. But there's like a regret afterwards if you find out that she has a personnel, like some deal breaker. You're like, why didn't I just spend one fucking hour at the bar talking to her beforehand? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this fast sex was fun, but I've done that. 50 other times like why did i need to do it again mm. it's like it, it's like a frustration with yourself you're like Ugh, i gotta stop being this impulsive like just slow it down a little bit and then i can find out if i like them or not mm. so yeah we did that we hung out with her we chatted mm. she was cool had a drink yeah when we actually <laughs> so one of the things that happened when we got here which was very strange and like i'm not sure if it's a culture difference but when we got here we didn't have any power in our apartment no electricity. The electricity was off. And so I went to call the power company. And they closed on the fucking weekend. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like, sorry, fucker, you don't get electricity until Monday. And not till like Monday afternoon either. Yeah. Because so- that's, that's not what it's like where we're from. The mm-hmm. power is just on. It's on. And then all you do is transfer your name. Like you start yeah. paying the bill from the day you move in. But yeah. like you have electricity the second you walk in. Just like water. You don't have to turn the- We didn't have to turn the water on here. The water is just on by default everywhere. It's yeah. weird that they switched the electricity so, off. So, no air con, no hot showers. <laughs> the no hot lights. showers bit. Yeah, so we walk in and we're, we're like, hey, so by the way, straight up, we don't have electricity. So, like, <laughs> if you're wondering why it's fucking pitch black. Yeah. She didn't really care. Yeah. No. It was something fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Because it meant we had to have sex in the dark, which isn't something that you and I have really ever done. We always like, turn on... The light. Yeah, we have some form of light on. I think I want to do this with you more, like sex fun. in the dark. It was really fun, especially with like another girl, because you can still kind of see each other. It's mm. like there's the moonlight coming in from outside, so you could see a little bit. Mm. But for the most part, it was kind of dark and stuff. Mm. That was really fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun in the bar as well. Um, when I said, "So, do you want to come back to our apartment?" She got so fucking shy. Very much so, but then like as soon as she. As soon as we actually got here, like she hesitated so much when I was like, do you want to come back to our place? She's like, uh, and like just the longest. And I was like, that's like the longest fucking answer of all time. And she's like, I do, but for context, she was on her period. So she was a bit like fucking, I think that was the only reason. Mm. Yeah. Then you're right. When we got back here, she's like full on, just immediately happy, ready to go. Let's go. Mm. She was fucking adorable. 
when we kissed her when you first mm. kissed because she was so fucking shy. <laughs> How did I start? I think remember there was that couple. There was a couple that emailed us that listened to the podcast, a German couple. I did an episode about it quite a while ago. Mm. And it was called How Women Can Get Into Self-Improvement. And that couple, the the guy and the girl, they asked us basically, like, how do you start a threesome? And so all we did last night with or the other night with this ninja girl was I what did I say? I think I just said, Have you ever touched a girl's tits, right? Yeah. It's not yeah, I'm so it's fucking not cool with me. I have the like <laughs> I just don't even care about smoothness. Yeah, I was like, Have you ever touched a girl's tits? And she's like, No. And I was like, Would you like to touch Imogen's tits? And then the rest is history. I just grabbed her hand and made it touch her tits. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, you kissed her from that point. And then, yeah, mm. it was fun. Mm. Yeah, she was like super. Once we got into it, she was like actually pretty, I don't know if confident is the right word, but she definitely was, she got into the swing of things. Yeah, for sure. Like she was teasing you at some point. She was saying dirty stuff to you. Yeah, she was. I, I was encouraging that. But yeah, she absolutely was keeping up with both of us. It was quite fun. Mm. Yeah. It's a good kind of first chapter to introduce a bit of normality. Having moved. Yeah, I feel like that. That and um, sitting in a cafe. Remember we were, so the first night we got here, was it the first night we got here that we went in a cafe? Yeah. Yeah, so we were walking around, um, exploring the area, and we walked, like we were about to go home, we are walking home, and there was a cafe right there or a restaurant, and as we were about to go home, I was thinking like, I wanted to, this is going to sound so fucking retarded, but not if you've lived in a shitty like lockdown place. Mm. I wanted to go sit in that restaurant with you, but my first thought was like, no, you can't. Or no, that's there's too many hurdles to jump over before you're allowed to do that. Mm. Or no, somebody will yell at you if you do that. Or no, that's illegal. Like just a feeling of fear kind of. It was like fear and tension and like anxiety. Like, no, if you go sit in a restaurant, you're going to feel like shit. And so we're about to leave. And then I was like, in my head, I was like, no, that's a fear. And my motto is run towards fear. So I grabbed you by the hand. We went and sat in there. And we had a good time. Like everyone was chill. And mm. yeah. People are normal. It's nice. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Like, it's going to take a couple of days. I think it's already starting to fade now. It de- okay, it's definitely faded now. But, yeah, it'll take a couple of weeks, maybe until we both feel completely 100% back to normal. Mm, sure. Whatever you want to call normal. Now, there's still some weirdness here. Like, you have to give every restaurant and every cafe your name and number and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, weird thing, every time I go to do that, I keep messing up my phone number and my name. It's really weird. I'm trying really hard not to do it, but I keep just accidentally giving the wrong details. I'll have to correct that at some point. But, yeah, I'm just a little clumsy with the details that I give. And you are too, to be fair. Sometimes mm. you give, like, you know, just completely different names and stuff accidentally. So, we'll, we'll fix that at some point. But other than that weirdness, there's not really that much weirdness. There's, like, the general, you know, alcohol wipes and alcohol spray or whatever it's yeah. fucking called. Yeah, that like, everyone's doing that. Most people are just fucking ignoring it though. There's like on the floor, there's those little things, those signs that say you got to stand 1.5 meters apart and just like sometimes people do it, sometimes mm. they don't. Particularly because we're in like a party, like nightlife party kind of area. Nobody's- Oh, nobody's fucking social distancing here where we live in this area. Yeah, it's like pubs and bars and clubs and strip clubs and shit. Oh, that's what we wanted to do. There's like 15 strip clubs there in this area. There are a lot of strip clubs. Yeah, there's like there. so many fucking sex toy shops and strip clubs and shit right here. Mm. And that's something you and I have never, you said you had done it, but we've never done it together. I've never been to a fucking strip club in all my life. And mm. I really want to do that. I want to go first time with you. And then I want us to have a fucking date with a girl in a strip club. <laughs> I think that'd be cool as hell. Mm. 
Yeah, she can get a lap dance. Imagine we just buy her a lap dance. She's sitting there like so. She's like half turned on and also half completely and utterly fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Probably more embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Than anything, but yeah. 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 Mm. Anything else we want to talk about? This is the first podcast that we've done in like a week and a half, maybe two weeks, mm. a week and a half, two weeks. Because mm. I've obviously been releasing a podcast every single day, but that's only because I pre-recorded a huge bunch of them mm-hmm. while we were in the hotels. Mm. So that we could do this, basically. So I could be a lazy prick for a week. Mm. Um, yeah. Good what stuff. else should we talk about? You're doing all my emails now. That's fun. Mm. I don't know if that needs to be talked about, but you like pre-screen my emails now. And then, because half of it is just junk. And then you give me the ones that need replying to. That's cool. I'm paying you for that. Mm. That's something we'll eventually outsource to someone else as well. Because mm. the idea is like, you can't really scale a business. And I'm now accepting of the fact that I am a business or that I need to operate as a business if I want to help as many people as I possibly can. There's a limit to how much you can do out of, you know, your own goodwill and stuff. Um, so we're operating as a business and it's hard to scale that if you're doing everything yourself. So this has been an interesting process of figuring out like what we can scale, uh, outsource and stuff, even our grocery shopping and stuff. We've started ordering groceries and getting them delivered rather than us going to the grocery store because it's like a fucking hour and a half that you waste. Yeah. Okay, maybe an hour that you waste. Because we really like wandering around and wasting time. We waste so much time in the grocery store. And we buy stupid shit we don't need. Yep, constantly. Just because it's there in front of us, like it's on special or Mm -hmm. whatever, it's on sale. You want to buy it, like fucking protein bars and just- Sweet shit, not sugary shit because we're with on keto, although I've taken a break from that for a week, but I'll get back on it. Yeah, so we're outsourcing shit mm. as much as we possibly can. Yeah. And I think the goal is to basically outsource everything by the time I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say you get to a point where, um, I don't know what financial goal you'd have to hit, but you get to a point where you have enough money, then you just outsource your video editing for your videos. You outsource, I would outsource like uploading these episodes, these podcasts. I would just record it and then send the fucking mp3 file to someone and they would edit it if they want to and they Mm. would upload it put titles on it put tags on it all that kind of stuff Mm. just basically outsource everything and then at that point it's like okay now i can churn out like really good content like because it will be much better because i'm not bogged down there's a lower barrier to entry all i have to do is record the content so Mm. i can just focus 100 on the fucking content and that's it yeah, I think yeah. like particularly like with me doing your emails for uh, for you in particular. I mean, I'm sure I'd have it too, but we haven't really done the reverse yet. For me, is that you? It has been a bit of a process for you to learn to let go. It's been really hard for me to let go of this need. Um, I've had this obsession to check my phone like five, probably five hundred to a thousand times a day. And for anyone listening, download an app. There are certain apps that you can get on Android or Apple that tell you how many times you've opened your phone. And I think if you're like me, which is probably most people, to be honest, I think you'd be surprised that you turn your phone on like a thousand times a day and never because you have a notification. It's like just a habit. You turn it on to see if there are notifications Mm -hmm. because when you get a notification, you get a little hit of dopamine like, oh, what is this? I'm popular. Oh, someone texted me. Oh, someone like replied to an email. And I was particularly bad with emails. I would check my emails. Like if anyone knows... It's been an adjustment period because a lot of people who are used to getting in contact with me immediately and getting an answer immediately because I would reply within fucking 30 minutes max, mm. basically all the time, 24 hours a day, except when I was asleep, right? So that that's fucking insane. So it's been an adjustment period for, for those people as well because like I've already had a couple of people email me like f- I, I, 
you know, when I checked, it's like there's like five emails waiting for me from like one person. Mm. And there's a couple of people that have done that because they're used to like, oh, he normally replies immediately. Is he fucking dead? Because we're now replying to, or I am now replying to emails twice a week. Yeah. And I think that's a, a nice, healthy, it gives me enough time to live my own fucking life and focus on the content and stuff like that. And then it's also not too long that people would, like, I feel like a week is a bit long. Mm. But yeah, no, it's been good. It's been really good. Um, I think the Patreon has helped. Mm. Patreon's kicking ass at this point. We are up to 650 US bucks a month, which is pretty mm. fucking good. Um, yeah. That's kicking along. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash kill your inner loser. Mm-hmm. I think the main reason it's gone up so quick, I only started it two weeks ago or two and a three weeks, maybe. Okay, three weeks. I think the reason it's gone up so quickly, so much so quickly, is because like the top tier, you get some good shit. Like you literally get a fucking free monthly call with me and then mm-hmm. you can message me as well and I'll reply to them um, probably twice a week I'll reply. Mm-hmm. So that's been cool that that's blown up. Um, yeah, I can pretty much pay the bills. That's fucking good from my website. Good shit. And now we just focus on content. I think the next thing, at some point I need to finish the threesome guide, the guide, the how to have a threesome guide. Um, Cause I've already done the first two parts. At some point I, n- I need to write that book on how to get started with BDSM. We, we did that podcast that kind of filled in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Obviously if anyone has any topics they want us to cover, they can email me and you know, if I like it, we'll cover it. Mm-hmm. So we'll do the threesome guide at some point, the BDSM guide, finish these podcasts and stuff. I want to do more YouTube videos as well. And I want to do a proper video course at some point, like a video course that I would sell for money. And that would be like a premium fucking product, like elite level fucking top shit. You would buy this and nothing else. Um, And I'll do it on the Tinder, like how to get laid on Tinder. So to walk you through how to lose weight, how to improve your appearance, how to take better pictures, what to message girls, like all the shit that's in my Tinder guide. But with like 10 times more stuff added on there as well. And I'll mm-hmm. obviously I will be talking to a video. So it, I think it's easier to learn if you're watching someone. I do not learn that well from reading. And I've had a bunch of people say like, dude, can you please turn your video, your, your Tinder guide into a video series or something? Like I've had a ridiculous number of people say that. Cause yeah, it is hard to just sit down and read a fucking 5 million page essay. 130,000 words is a lot of words to read. Whereas if that's spoken, you can get through that in like, I don't know, it'd probably be like 20 hours of video. Yeah. More digestible. It's easy for you to kind of get it out there too. Yeah. Instead of writing it all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something I'm going to pursue more in future is um, podcasts and videos. Obviously, we're doing podcasts now. Um, the internet here still isn't set up. We're just using shitty internet. But once it's set up, it should be in the next couple of days and I can start doing like YouTube properly. Because I've been, that's why I haven't been doing many YouTube videos for the last two months. Because we just haven't had good internet because we've been fucking traveling and shit. Hmm. So, yeah, that'll be exciting. Anything you want to shout out? No. Shout outs to my butthole. <laughs> don't look at me like that. <laughs> Why are you so judgmental? Not judgmental. You're homophobic. You don't like buttholes. You don't like men's buttholes. Oh, homophobic. Peace out, ladies and gentlemen. Adios. <laughs>